Has anyone given you advice today? Well, why don't we? Because people need advice and we need to give it. Boom, busybodies. All around the mostly round table, free beer, hot wings, yeah. Steve, Kelly, and Maitland. We're so good at this. We really are. Yeah. We've got a lot of experience amongst us. Yeah. Good and bad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, more of the bad gives us uh, more wisdom. Yeah. How many years have you been giving advice? Hot wings? Oh, uh, going on 44 now. Free beer? Uh, not as long as hot wings, maybe 30. Okay. 74 years right there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Adding another three or four for each of you guys. Since yeah. You're so much younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I've only been mature for the last three or four years. And women so. mature more slowly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's Absolutely. what they say. Yeah. Known facts. Say. Yeah. <laughs> Prior to that, I could not give advice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like running for president. <laughs> yeah. You have to you be- gotta reach a certain age, age before you're yeah. terrible mm-hmm. enough to be president. Um, all right. So there's one that came in yesterday I need to find. Uh, it's a little bit long. Um, but this person had written in, I believe before about how they were just really struggling with their marriage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is, this is the one where before the break, I said, I don't know that there's much we can say to help because one, everybody's situation is different. And two, it's just going to need time, but I wanted to share it because I bet a lot of people can relate. Okay. Okay. Uh, I know it's not, he wrote this yesterday. Uh, it's not the day for advice, but I'm in desperate need. I emailed a while back about the difficulties that I was having in my marriage. People may remember um, if they heard what I said, but my wife now officially has said she wants a divorce. Nothing I have said will change her mind. She just doesn't want to save it. Okay, that happens. I've probably seen the writing on the wall of this outcome for a long time, but I kept hoping we could fix it and erase that outcome. Alas, I failed. Um, Howings, I, I know you and I talked a lot about that feeling. Yeah, you feel like a failure. Um, yeah. I had never, well, like in my family, no one had been divorced before. So you're like, well, I can't be the first. Mm-hmm. I was the last one that should be getting divorced. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I'm, I should be great at this. And yeah, you feel like a failure. And then yeah. you realize, you know, sometimes it just doesn't work out. And, yeah. But it takes time. It yes. takes time to come to that realization that, well, it's not so much, you know. And that, yeah, the marriage itself failed. But that doesn't mean I'm a failure. It doesn't mean she's a failure. Now, this is why he feels that way. I'm at a loss what to do now. I started therapy last week, found out I'm mostly ADHD, and I have some anxiety issues. That would explain the tunnel vision I had back when I was in an office position that I held a year ago that I let take priority over my family. Yeah, Those are pretty natural consequences of that combination mm -hmm. of things. Sure, and even just guys in general. I mean, growing up, maybe it's changing a little now. Yeah. But it was always like, you work your ass off and do this. Like, I never saw my dad because he was of the belief that you just work and provide, Mm -hmm. you know. That was the role. That was the role. Uh, He continues, because of our financial situation, we can't officially divorce on paper and we'll have to live in the same house for the time being. I'm not sure how I'm going to deal with that and come to terms with this when I'm seeing her in person all the time. But I know that we have to for our son's sake, which is. Right, and I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah, and a lot of people go through those uh, those weird transitionary times where... He says, but I do feel like I was actually the problem the entire time. I couldn't see things the way she did, especially when it came to household chores, and my train of thought ran all the time. I tried to explain, explain that I do better with being nudged in the right direction instead of just being expected to do something without being told. She didn't see it that way and thought the opposite. My train of thought was always in the moment thinking, which, by the way, from what I've learned about ADHD, 
that's normal. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, with children with ADHD, the things I've been reading is they have to have short term goals with short term consequences. It can't be long stuff. Because that's not how the it's, ADHD it's mind works. Right. So before you kick your own ass too much about this stuff, I think it's fair to say it's not something you were doing on purpose. Yeah, it might be a factor, but that doesn't mean it's you. There's a big difference between it happening and you having it and you choosing to be oblivious. Mm-hmm. You, only you know whether which one it is. It sounds like you do. Um, he says, example. I look, cooked three small burgers before work and ate all of them without thinking to leave one for her when she got home a few hours later. After the fact, I noticed, yeah, that was selfish, but that wasn't what I was thinking like, ha, screw her. I just didn't completely think of everything in that moment that could happen later. I'm aware of it much later. After the fact, when I'm being scolded, so to speak, and um, I know about it, but it's too late. The advice I'm looking for, though, is how do I move on? How can I better notice these tendencies of selfishness and do better myself? I feel as though I've lost everything. I have no one I can turn to. Both my parents are deceased, and the rest of my family basically wants nothing to do with me. I don't know what to do anymore. I do want her to be happy, but selfishly, I want her to be happy while being with me. But I know that's a lost cause, and that honestly makes me feel like um, ending it for me. Well, I don't. You've got a son. You said that earlier, so mm-hmm. that's a, a, a great reason to continue going. And I'm sure there are people who care for you. That was one of the most illuminating things for me. I never, well, I, I definitely have a voice in my head that says everyone around you hates you. And that's one of the things that therapy has helped with. Yeah. But, um, and I joke about it, but it really is in mm-hmm. there. And I think everybody's got that to a degree. Um, but um, it, it was illuminating for me how much people wanted to help when they found out I was going through a divorce. Um, like not getting involved with the nitty gritty details, but just being someone who would call and go, Hey, how you doing today? Mm-hmm. Like, and people saying, you know, friends from college saying, I'm going to check on you once a week mm-hmm. until I know you're good. Yeah. And they did. It was really, um, <laughs> it was a weird silver lining that I never expected. Mm-hmm. But well, I, I think yeah. ultimately, don't, would you agree? Like I said, when we started before we read any of it, it's going to take time. It'll it, look different three years yes, from now. It's going to take time. And, uh, you know, you, you're already aware of the shortcomings. It's, you're right. It's too late to save it. It is not going to happen. And it's going to take time for your brain to process what you already know um, and to get over it. Getting over it just takes time. But just keep going to therapy and working on all those issues you listed as being issues. You yeah. know what a lot of the triggers are. And what you'd like to improve upon mm-hmm. and plan for your next relationships and your future. You've got a lot of life in front of you. So don't look so much in the rear view. Look ahead and figure out, okay, well, this was a mistake. So how do I address this and make myself better at doing this? Or right. being a little bit more conscious of people around me. And maybe I should ask them if they want a hamburger. Yeah, later. becoming you know? more aware. Yeah, yeah. Just be aware. aware. Mm-hmm. And that's, but I mean, that really is typical to the ADHD and mm-hmm. anxiety brain. Like, you have to really work at it. It is. And, uh, but also, you're experiencing what everybody who goes through divorce goes through, or at least yes. m- for the most part. Some people are just a holes or jerks or whatever and the, don't the get it. Different but, situations. Uh, in, a lot yeah. of, in a lot of cases, everybody has to have that epiphany of, okay, oh, it wasn't just her mm-hmm, or it right. wasn't just him. You know, mm-hmm. uh, maybe I am responsible for some of this. Okay. And if so, what? Let's look back. Let, what, oh, oh, yeah, I could really improve on that. That was a real 
Mm-hmm. I do do that. I never really thought about it, but oh. So, and then look forward and hopefully you'll get it better the next time. And find somebody you're more compatible with who understands you more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she'll find somebody who understands her more and life will be happy and it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, because there are some people who can who can handle the, like, I guess the ADHD or, ADHD or ADD brain a lot better than others. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, if I'm asking for help, and then I have to talk you through every step of what I need help with, whether it's like cleaning or doing yard work. Mm-hmm. At that point, I'd rather just do it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's like, that's kind of what I'm picking up on here where she might have gotten frustrated that there was a lack of awareness or what he's considering. Like, yeah, these expectations that were put on me on her end might have been like, these are basic expectations. She, she would probably say, I don't want to manage you. Right. right. And nobody wants to parent their partner and if you're feeling that way and if you're not working with that ADD mindset or if their ADD mindset is not learning how to cope then yeah it's that there's never going to be balance yeah like, mm-hmm. ever and you've right. got you've got to find somebody who is more understanding with it and then you have to become more aware you just um, you have to mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people that I, I read that because I thought it was even though the, it's very specific it's also very broad it related very it much to what Hot Wings and I talked a lot about when we were going through our stuff um, with our um, respective ex-wives um, and how you, the failure and the loss of, the mourning, the loss of the marriage, even if you think, well, we might both be better off. Um, yeah, it's not much different than mourning a death. Uh, this text you know. from Indiana. This is me as an adult with ADHD. It's not his fault. And it's not only your responsibility to work on yourself now. That you know if she loved you, she also would know. And maybe if she knew you had the ADHD, and it would have been different. But like Hotwing said, that toothpaste is out of the tube. No, those feelings have changed. So regardless yeah. of cause, that's probably done. But, but ADHD is a clinically diagnosed yeah. mental disability. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the people that really research it, I don't mean to beat this drum, and I know I am right now. Um, they're like, it is one of the most debilitating things for adults to live with because there's no acceptance for it amongst the general population people see kids and like oh that kid's i mean back in the day you just said kind of a spaz yeah but they're kids so distracted but it doesn't just go away no Uh, i gotta like you know my wife has it she has to work really hard to make up for the other spots that the brain Mm -hmm. and she's great at it but it didn't come without work no she became aware and yeah you have to become aware and then work at it all right completely different yep my husband loves to travel and always either pays for or gets an upgrade into a first-class seat. When we travel together with our children, he buys himself a ticket in first class <laughs> and puts us in economy or sometimes economy plus. Oh, boy. Oh, so you get that wow. extra one hey, inch Dad. of uh, foot space. That is gross. <laughs> he even did this recently on an overnight flight to Paris. That is not good (laughs) co-parenting. He justifies flying alone in first class because of the cost and the fact that our kids, 12 and 16, might feel alone if I were to travel in first class with him and leave them in the rear cabin. Okay, well then let let her travel first class then and he can sit back. and. (laughs) She says, I don't know if this seems that fair to me. That's a kind way to put it because it's not. No, of course it's not. It's ridiculous. That guy's a selfish POS, yeah. man. I don't think our kids would mind if they were in Economy Plus and my husband and I sat together in first class. Is that unfair of me to want to sit up there too? Uh, especially if they're or, 12 and 16. It's one thing if they're no, I mean, it's fine. You know, two and four. It's fine. Kids <laughs> are more flexible and bendy at that point, and they get to go to Paris. 
So yeah, yeah. they're fine in economy, probably, if that's what you want to do. But to just isolate one parent or just the guys like, well, I mean, I'm the one that's got the job, so I get first class and you sit in the back. Like, that's just so ridiculous. Yeah. It's, that's bonkers to me. That yeah. would, that's no different than if you've got, you know, like I've got a Suburban. And if I'm with my girlfriend, the kids or whatever, and you go, I'll sit in the front seat. You sit in the way back yeah. just because. Yeah. I know it's cramped back there and you're going to get car sick, but front seat is for payers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Yeah, like because of all the sports and show travel, I'll get upgrades. But when me and Kayla travel together, I just don't take them. And you go to the, I don't want to sit up there alone. And I tried to get her to sit up there one time. She's like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going up there and being a jerk like you are. No, that oh, takes a special God. kind. That's, Why not? That's a special <laughs> right? kind I'm of like, jerk. Crazy? You, is, I'm going to sit back here and watch a movie. Go up there yeah. and have drinks or whatever. But who doesn't want to sit next to their partner? Like, I want to. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Like when I I'm traveling with you guys, partner, but if I'm flying overnight to Paris and I got a free upgrade to first <laughs> yeah, class and my partner didn't, <laughs> sorry, Ross. Uh, yes. yeah. would you, you would yes, never book but, it that way. But, no, I wouldn't book it. Yeah. That go way, good luck with the kiddos. Yeah. Free upgrade yeah. though is different than I'm yeah. buying a first class ticket, <laughs> but someone should stay with the kids. Yeah. You had them, you watch them. That's essentially what yeah. he's saying. He's at least got to try and hide it. If you're going to book the oh, you man. in first class and everyone else back in economy, you at least have to say, yep, we're all sitting in economy and then do something where you look at your phone or bing, bong, boom. Oh, look at that. I got a free upgrade. Just got the message. See you later. Well, how and about, you know, or skip just to the front. Yeah. Maybe you just go, okay, well, instead of first class and economy, maybe we'll all just fly business, you know, like maybe pick the middle ground, you know, yeah. like those are pretty good seats. I'd, all the one same. Of, I'd be happy to sit in one of those on an overseas flight. Mm -hmm. I, the only time I've been overseas, it was economy and I lived, you know, like you'll be okay. Mm -hmm. There's no difference between first class is one thing, but all the seats past it are exactly the They're same. They're mostly the same. Well, business has a little bit more room. Usually yeah. those seats are yeah. a smidge wider. Uh, this text from um, the 815. This is really it. To anyone that has the money to fly with their entire family these days, either you all are first class or no one is first class. I don't know how there can be any in between on that. No, I there, agree. There, well, there yeah. can't be. I mean, regardless of how much anything costs or anything else. I mean, if the tickets were each 50 bucks a piece. Yeah, you can't separate mm -hmm. yourself like that. <laughs> like, I get special king treatment and you don't. That's ridiculous. 